Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace on TalkEerie.com. Here's Janelle Keith and Lori Clapper. Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I am Janelle Keith alongside my co-host, Lori Clapper, and we have a special guest today. Her name is Wendy Pett. Now, I, again, I say this about every guest we have, Lori, is that she is does it all. She's a, a wellness coach. She's a fitness coach. She inspires people to lose weight. And it's all about the body, soul, and mind. And I love the combination, Wendy. Give us a little bit of a background about what you do. Yeah, so I have been um, doing what I do for over two decades now. And so I have a love of of women uh, and getting them healthy and well mm-hmm. and fit for the kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, I'm very passionate about the church and getting women to rise up to their, to their greater calling. And we can't really fulfill our calling and purpose if we're running around in a vehicle, meaning our body that doesn't allow us to get to here, there and everywhere. If we're depleted and, and lethargic and can't do what God has called us to do. So I'm just really on uh, a mission to help people understand that what we put into our bodies, meaning the fuel that we feed our bodies, the food that we eat, um, needs to be good, clean fuel that is God-honoring. And the way that we move our body needs to be God-honoring. And if we're not moving our body, we need to ask ourselves why. Why are we stuck? And um, getting our mindset right and our spiritual health um, in place, it all goes hand in hand. And I'm just really passionate about getting women healthy and free. So good. It's so good. And it's a lot of the, uh, our lives, Wendy, we try to separate them, right? You know, yeah, think, compartmentalize. Yeah, uh, that, that our health doesn't matter to God, but it, it all matters to him. It does all matter. And I mean, he, he chose you. He chose me for such a time as this. And he didn't choose us to just sit around and do nothing or to sit mm-hmm. around and and abuse our bodies because again mm-hmm. it's the gift that that houses the holy spirit so mm-hmm. when we start to think in those terms um we start to see life a little bit differently as far as like um fueling our body and moving our body as more of an act of worship rather yeah. than just you know stuffing our face and running out the door to the next thing you know mm-hmm. place that we need to be but it's like okay this should be something that really is god honoring and that will allow me to operate at my optimal level and it's for his glory and and not for us and so um it's just kind of a seeing things through a different lens a different perspective so it sounds like this Amen. is yeah this is such a passion for you and maybe this will go a little into your backstory but how did you cultivate this gift and how did you know this was the path you wanted to go on to serve others and to use these gifts? Well, I have always been a student of physical culture ever since, um, gosh, I, I took dance and then ended up teaching dance back in the day. And then I used to teach aerobics. I'm talking leg warmers and headband kind of daytime <laughs> Love of, it. <laughs> of step aerobics and, and uh, that kind of thing. Um, and corporate wellness. I mean, I've just been through all the gamut and I really just kept having people ask me, um, you know, questions. And that really started to open up the door for, for my passion to evolve. And then I was actually in an accident, which there are no uh, accidents per se. God propels us to where we need to be if we um, decide to take that route and not uh, become bitter, but become better because of it. But I was in a snowmobile accident and I live in Minnesota and we were actually on uh, just a little fun ride and almost about 
gosh, not even five miles before we were back to where we needed to be. I hit a snow covered, um, uh, it was like a, a big chunk of ice on the trail and I got off the trail. I ended up hitting a snow covered culvert and went flying through the sled and I hit a tree uh-huh. and was knocked unconscious, broke my clavicle, tore a bunch of shoulder muscles. And, um, you know, <laughs> uh, when I was rushed to the, um, to the urgent care, basically, uh, they wanted to send me to a specialist. And when I went to that specialist, he said, oh, we're definitely going to have to do surgery. And he didn't know who he was talking to. And I'm pretty stubborn. And I thought, no way, I'm not doing surgery. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. And so honestly, this accident, this quote unquote accident really has, has put me on the, the road or, or, or just mapped out, if you will, what I'm doing today in more of a passionate way, because I was able to heal my body naturally by doing the exercises that I teach today. And I was already doing those exercises, but I really, you know, um, you know, invigorated them and used those as my modality of healing. And it took a little bit longer, you know, but I was patient and, and God is, is, is a healer. And I'm not saying that all surgery is bad because it's not, but there's a time and a place. And sometimes we just don't give it enough uh, time to, um, to manifest that, that, that healing mechanism that God has really empowered us with right and so anyway so that really has propelled me to what i do today and then i became more involved in nutrition and became a natural path and really just um wanted to help help women be free and also mm-hmm. to prevent injury and also to overcome injuries they've had but also to release unhealthy weight and release the unhealthy emotions attached to it and that's what i'm really passionate about too wow see i told you Lori, she does it all <laughs> i think so I trust you. I know. Yeah. Not only do you do uh, your visibly fit ministry, uh, you're an entrepreneur, you, you blog, you, you know, do one-on-one coaching. You also podcast. How do you balance all of those roles? I mean, you're a wife and a mother. I mean, come on already. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's really such a thing as balance. <laughs> you know, each day is a new day in, in my world and probably yours too, but um, you just have to map it out and some days are better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have a, you know, a nationally syndicated television show and then the, the podcast. And I actually have two podcasts, the visibly fit podcast, which won um, best lifestyle podcast in 2021. And then my husband and I have your biggest breakthrough podcast, which won best co-hosted podcast. So we're, we're busy with that too. And we're just, we're just honestly honored to be able to serve in this way because we have fun. Like mm-hmm. we love what we do and we know that's when you know you're in your sweet spot when it doesn't feel like work and mm-hmm. you're just doing it for the love of it and to serve, to serve our heavenly father, really. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that about that. You, when you step into your calling, you don't have to question it. You just go with it and, yeah. and you know, follow God in it. So it's so beautiful. Doesn't feel like work, does it? <laughs> not all, no. not every day. No. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and the doors that God opened for you to be able to act, reach, you know, these people that are bound up with, with food or their aches and pains in their bodies and, you know, not even giving your uh, ministry a perspective that is a holistic type. It's not just one part of your life. It's the whole thing. It is. It's the whole thing. And and I have seen 
<clears throat> excuse me, miraculous stories of, of people with type 2 diabetes, and it's been reversed in seven weeks uh, because of the Visibly Fit program. And I had a woman that was in, had endometriosis horribly for 12 years, and she was in wretched pain, doubled over. It was causing havoc within her marriage because she would go to bed at like 6, 6.30 at night because she was just depressed. Anyway, she couldn't have kids. Well, now she is holding a four-month-old little baby girl named Melody, and her body has been healed, Mm -hmm. and it's because she's been using the right tools, and her body has has healed itself. And so there's power in the food that we eat, and there's power Mm -hmm. in the way that we move our body and the way we think, and Mm -hmm. and obviously in in the way our our spiritual walk is as well. Mm. Yes, so true. Yeah, it's amazing how everything is connected and we don't even think about the small things in our everyday, like how we're mm-hmm. feeling physically or how we're feeling mentally and how all of that is is truly connected. It's just we take that for granted, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And, you know, as women, I think most women tend to, not everyone, but I think we're kind of wired in such a way that we care for everybody else. And then by the time we get to us, for that day, we're exhausted, we're depleted, mm-hmm. you fall into bed, and you're like, Oh, I just can't even think about myself. But what if we did a, a flip of the script, and you start to care for yourself at the front end after you have your time with the Lord. And then you care for yourself and you know, exercise right, and you're eating throughout the day in a, in a healthy fashion. Oh, my goodness, you have so much more energy, and you're more capable of caring for the others in your in your household and in your community. And so I think we have to see it as not being selfish and that it's selfless. Um, it's just a flip of the script. Mm. Yes. Change in thinking. Like yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and we, and, and, you know, we really have to use our mind to intentionally mm-hmm. change our actions to, to do that. Cause it's just not natural. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's so true what you're saying, Wendy, because you have to decide to be a better person. You know, not that you want to, you have to want to better yourself. You mm-hmm. can't just go through life, you know, taking the back seat here. We have the power, like you said, to control the choices that we make. Why mm-hmm. leave that to chance? Uh, I say, I'd rather, you know, have my diet by choice than by chance because by chance, you know what's going to happen, you know? And so, yeah, we're just going to go for the easy and convenient and losing weight is not that. And maintaining good health is not easy and convenient. You have to work at it. Yeah. And it's so much more than just the food that we're eating. Mm -hmm. And again, it's, it's those emotions and what are those triggers that's, that's leading you to those unhealthy choices. And so Mm -hmm. I always talk about, um, you know, healing begins with the F word, and I know that raises eyebrows a lot when I say that, but the F word is all about forgiveness. And mm. when we can tap into that forgiveness piece, when we can forgive others for how they've treated us over the years or, or the labels that they've put on us or how we've treated ourselves over the years, then, man, I'm telling you, there's like a huge weight that falls off of your shoulders and literally will fall off of your body when you start to learn to forgive. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Well, we have to take a break here. We are speaking with wellness coach, blogger, podcaster, Wendy Pett. And stay tuned. You don't want to miss a second of Women of Grace in the Marketplace. Stay tuned. Women of Grace in the Marketplace will be right back on TalkEerie.com. 
Welcome back to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Lori Clapper with my co-host, Janelle Keith. If you're just tuning in, we are talking to Wendy Pett. She's a wellness coach. Uh, just amazes me with her insights on the connection between emotional health and physical health and how our bodies, no matter <laughs> on what level, all work together. Wendy, thank you again for being with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I, this is so much fun. So, Wendy, how did you know it was time to actually start your coaching uh, programs? And, and did God give you that uh, aha moment or that green light to say, this is the time, Wendy, I want you to do it right now? Um, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> it took a leap of faith, right? Mm-hmm. And again, this was 20 years ago, but I just had this hunger uh, and I knew that I wasn't in the right place of where I was, and it just kept stirring. And, you know, like I said, that's when I, I went and got, became a naturopath, and I just really had a hunger to learn more and more so I could serve more and more, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, God kept just allowing people to come into my path to serve and to help. And I thought, wow, okay, this is really where I need to go um, because obviously – you know, even though I'm not getting paid in this moment, you know, 20 years ago, um, people are coming to me for this. So this must be what I'm supposed to be doing. And I love it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just kind of where it happened. And I just took the leap of faith. It wasn't easy in the beginning. You know, it, I think had I known then what I know now about owning your own business, I don't know if I ever would have done it. And I don't want to discourage yeah. anybody because, man, it's so rewarding too. But there's just a lot involved. So sometimes it's great to go in just with that leap of faith and be a little naive. <laughs> <laughs> Take it as it comes, right? That's right. That's right. One day at a time. Yep. What did, when <laughs> you, the details will scare you. <laughs> yeah. So on that topic, when you did start your own business and decide to go that route, what surprised you the most? I think what surprised me the most was just, like you said, Janelle, just all the details of everything involved from getting incorporated to, I mean, just all the things you just don't fully understand or know at the time. And, I, you know, it's not like I had a business coach coaching me through on how to, to you know, open up my own shop, so to speak. Um, I just did it blindly. And yet God led me through. He held my hand and it was frustrating and I had ups and downs, down moments, but in the end, I learn something along the way each and every time. And so um, having that attitude of gratitude through the process is a big piece of the puzzle because if you go in and you're always frustrated and down on yourself, you won't succeed. You've got mm-hmm. to continue to look to him and remind yourself who you are in Christ and just keep, keep pressing on, you know, run that race with endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what's around the corner. We don't know um, how, how big the hill is, but God does and he's with us. And so that's why I just kept, counting on the whole time and I still do because <laughs> things are always changing right right but he doesn't ever call us uh he calls us out by our potential you know those are things yes. that like you said it's a leap of faith those are things we can't see yet but we can't lose sight of where he's taking us and we have to have that faith otherwise it's you know we're going to we're not going to succeed at anything that he calls us to do. So there's a level of trust that goes along with that, that for sure. Yeah. yeah God's God's ahead of us. He knows what he's doing, you know, and just, <laughs> yeah. 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 Be willing and, and to second, obey. Yeah. 
In 2 Timothy 1.7, it's one of my favorite verses, right? For God did not give us a, a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And other version, versions say self-discipline. So a lot of times we think we got to be disciplined on our own and, you know, have this willpower. Well, no, it's, it's God's spirit in us that helps us have that self-discipline, right? So, um, yeah, that's part of the business aspect of it, too, being self-disciplined within your mm-hmm. business and having... Uh, just that attitude of gratitude and leaning in on him all the time. <laughs> and I think, you know, in this day and age, too, owning your business is just not going about, well, it's going about all the business part of it and all that part of it. But there's so many layers with social media and having a podcast and having a blog and and especially putting yourself out there, whether you're writing or you're speaking, um, it, it's it's a kind of a scary step, kind of a hard step for a lot of people. So when you decided to go that route and, and add that to your business, um, how did you know that it was going to be a good thing for you? Or did wow, you know? That's a great question. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't. And I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, but I do it because that's where people are. And I want to make sure that I serve those that are in my, you know, in my sphere of, of influence and those that are wanting to learn and grow and be encouraged. Um, but it's a lot of work. Like, it's a full-time job, I feel like, sometimes. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where I was always kind of wired to be a little more private. And so this has been kind of new for me over the last few years, putting things out there, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, a recovering perfectionist, if you will. And so I come from the, the days of television where it's so perfect, right? It's not just from your iPhone where you're doing a, a video. And so I had to get out of that mode of, oh, this doesn't have to be so perfect. Mm. And so that's been a transition and a learning experience for me. And so, um, yeah, just this authentic, uh, raw me is is not new to me, but new to me sharing to everyone in the sense of just like pulling out my cell phone and recording right then and they're all sweaty from a workout or whatever, right? That wouldn't be my MO uh, in the past. So it's been, it's been a learning curve, but, but I love it. And I love interacting with um, people on social media. It's great. Wow. I love that. I love, <laughs> and that, that's such a good point too. I didn't even think of it from the standpoint of television where, you know, the makeup's all done and the hair is all done and, you know, you can edit and things like that. Even (laughs) here. Yeah. The lighting is perfect. I love good lighting, but yeah, just that, that change in perspective. Cause I know I look, I look at a selfie sometimes of myself. I'm like, "Mm, we're not putting that out. Right. (laughs) But just, (laughs) but yeah, but it's, but it's so important when you do put yourself out there to, to be authentic because that's how people are going to relate. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they always relate to our weaknesses, and that's the very thing we want to hide. And um, when we put that out there, you know, and just uh, own it, then people will come alongside you to encourage you, you know, whatever that is. But I've found that to be true as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, so we're wrapping up this segment already on Women of Grace in the Marketplace with Wendy Pett. And I hope you've enjoyed it so far. We'll be back in just a minute.
Fitness in the Marketplace. Today's guest is Wendy Pitt, who does visibly fit ministry and gets to talk about God in her everyday life. Isn't Love that it. amazing? <laughs> yeah, and she encourages and coaches women to uh, find their their best visible fit in, in the kingdom. And I love that. She's an inspiration. So how you've you mentioned one of your favorite verses how does your faith mix in with your clients and those people that are just coming to you for weight loss only how does that work yeah that's a great question janelle because um most people do come to me originally just to quote unquote lose weight i just want uh -huh. to lose weight yeah but what they don't realize is you know <laughs> you can't lose something because you're going to find it and it's about releasing and releasing the emotions that are attached and understanding that we are all connected you can't compartmentalize mind body spirit emotions it's all intertwined so it's they they actually are uh there's almost like i, I don't want to say scales lifted but kind of they're like oh they kind of have these aha moments of oh i see i was kind of going about this a, a, a way that hasn't worked for me all these years because I've only attacked it as just my weight. And really mm -hmm. what I have is a relationship between me and my heavenly problem, uh, father problem, as yeah. opposed to not just a weight problem. It's, mm -hmm. it's these wedges that have been put in between uh, them and their relationship that they need to pull out those wedges of shame and guilt and um, um, just all, all the icky that, that can go on whenever people are not feeling good in their own skin. And so there's a lot of tears that happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of loving, uh, just embracing. I mean, like, cause we do this online. So it's amazing how there's so many uh, breakthroughs as we go through this online and there's a community. And I'm just so proud of these women because when you do the work, it's, it's amazing how you can get to that next level of living. And so, um, yeah, I just feel honored really to, to let people really see themselves or, or instruct them on how to see themselves as Christ mm -hmm. sees them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so neat. So how did your faith, you said you took a leap of faith. Did you know where God was going to take you? I mean, I mean, looking back now, 20 years, how did you have the faith to take that step of obedience and to start your ministry? How did you, it's not a direct path, but how did you get from there to here? <laughs> yeah, I would say, nope, not a direct path at all. Um, and there's been ebbs and flows. And um, I, I have actually, my husband and I, we both, um, gosh, it was probably, I don't even know how long ago it was, maybe 12, 13 years ago, but we went skydiving. And when you say take a leap of faith, I think about that skydiving experience because it was a tandem experience. Mm -hmm. And so I would, uh, I would say that if I were to take this leap of faith on my own, I would fail and I would, you know, the chute wouldn't open, I wouldn't land properly, but I'm tandem with, with my heavenly father. And so I'm, I'm secure in knowing that even when I quote unquote, uh, fail in the flesh, like I'm, I feel like you know, something hasn't worked out right in the business. Um, he's going to, he's going to be able to help me land gently and softly and all is going to be well. And so everything that has happened in my business, and there's, like I said, it's been, there's been ups and downs, but for the most part, it's just been all for, for my good and his glory. And I just mm -hmm. am so thankful because we are, we learn and we grow and become um, more in depth with, with our faith when we're in those low valley 
times, you know, more so than when we're at the top of the mountain moments. Right. So I'm just, I'm just grateful. Um, but I wouldn't say that there's been a, you know, a point A to point Z direct line to where I am today. Cause there just hasn't, I mean, there have just been God moments that are just like, wow. Okay. Only you could have opened that door like for the television show, or, I mean, they called me asking mm. me if I had a show. And I had written it out on my vision board and had a vision statement like several years before of, of this television show, but I have never put it out there as far as inquiring. Um, but, you know, God puts it out there and he's our CEO. And so that's what we get to count on at every moment. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Well, nice. on kind of the converse side, obviously, number one, uh, just depending on God and and. Uh, being that the source of everything you do, but in in what ways have you had to reach out for help from others? And you know, sometimes it is hard to ask for help. <laughs> yes. uh, so, yes, uh, <laughs> when has there been those pe those right people in your path to, uh, you know, just to have a little help from your friends? I guess you could say. Yeah, that's a, a great question too, because I think as an entrepreneur and someone who's so close to the business, and and it's from my heart, I I you know, I still am working on it. I'll, I'll be honest with you there, but sometimes I'm like, you know, I can just do this better myself. Like, mm -hmm. let me just do it. But then that is what keeps us stuck and not moving in a, uh, a faster uh, pace because we get caught into the minutia of all the, the stuff that needs to be done. So I've had few people that have come alongside of me. Some have been great fits and some not so much. I have a few right now that are like, what can I do? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. They're like, what can I do? How, do I, how can I serve you? And these are people that have gone through my program and have had great success and their, their life has been changed and they really want to give back. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so honored, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm handing off things that they aren't like, you know, educated in per se, but they're, they're doing some, they're stepping out in faith too, right? They're learning new skills. And, and so um, it's kind of fun to mentor alongside of someone who really wants to serve and so I'm, I'm loosening the reins more and more as I'm maturing. <laughs> I know it's hard that you do always want to control, especially something that's kind of your baby and, and something you've mm -hmm. seen uh, brought up from square one. And, and that's awesome. So that's, that's great encouragement for those who might be, might feel like a little bit of an Island right now, or maybe by their yeah, own, yeah. <laughs> by, by yeah, their I own fault. Loosen those reins yeah. sooner than I did. That's my yeah. word of advice. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I say learning to delegate is there an art go. form. It's just, it, it's just, it takes practice, practice, yes. practice to do that. It really mm -hmm. does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how would you encourage someone that's just starting out? They're like at this really small place to say, I want to do this, but I just don't know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would say, um, you know, find a mentor because you don't have to do it on your own. People have gone before you. Nothing is new under the sun. Yeah. Um, you know, really serve somebody else. Like I was talking about the other gal that's, that's helping me in this one area that, uh, that just wants to, to rise up and, and level up and, and her learning skills. So where, where can you go to, to serve somebody, but also learn as well, kind of a mentorship, kind of a, a program or, um, apprentice kind of work, because that will help you get better with your skills and mm -hmm. it'll help you with more confidence. And again, they've already paved the way. You don't have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. It's good advice. Yeah, you can learn from their mistakes. <laughs> Maybe yes, not do yes. the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> and arrive a lot quicker. Right. To where you're supposed to be. <laughs> right, exactly. 
So do you have a go-to verse? You mentioned First uh, Timothy uh, before, but do you have another one when there's all these decisions to make and you're tired of making one more decision, you can't handle it? And <laughs> what is the verse that pops into your head when you say, God, I need help? Oh, it's always my life verse, and it's so many people's life verses, but um, Philippians 4.13, mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so I'm always reminded that it's all, and I put those in capital letters, all, A-L-L, all things. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I'm feeling depleted or like tapped out and what do you want me to do now, Lord? He's like, I got you. Remember, I can do all things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that's my go-to. That's my go-to verse. I studied that recently, and it was amazing some of the things that God showed me that I had missed before. You know, you say we're always learning, right? But through Christ, we have to remain connected to him before we can do all of those things, too. You know, it's like our source is very important. We got to remain connected to the vine and anytime there's something that's in the way between you and him, it's going to play out and you got to get rid of it you just have to yes repent and purge Mm -hmm. whatever pull out the root whatever you want to use recognize Um, those triggers and just say okay we're going to do things differently and yeah so good i think when people are in for the most part when you're in enough pain then you're willing to pivot um but the pain has to be greater than than where you are or or you know I, I guess, yeah, the pain has to be great Yeah, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we, I don't want you to be in that kind of pain. I know Lori and Janelle don't either, mm-hmm. but um, you got to ask yourself, what's my life going to look like 10 years from now if I stay and keep doing what I'm doing today? Yeah. And is it going to be worth it? Why not pivot now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good advice. I want to go back uh, just a minute ago when you mentioned uh, for people starting out the importance of finding a mentor to help them along. So I want to turn that question to you, Wendy. Uh, who, who has been your mentors along the way? And was it a matter of them finding you or did you go out and kind of say, hey, are you able to help or can I just observe what you do or, or how did you find your mentor? Yeah, that's a great question because I've had sprinkles of mentors that didn't really know they were mentors. So they've been mentors from afar. Right. And then I've had people like um, even my best girlfriend. She's she's a mentor on on, you know, maybe the, the spiritual side of things or or just always being encouraging or, you know, there's just different pockets of people. So I don't think I would put it uh, give one person's name, but I think it doesn't have to be that one person. So that's a good uh even thing to point out. It can be multiple people uh, that you seek out and maybe you don't even know them, but it's someone that you're listening to their podcast or you're reading their books, your, you know, social media, however you're learning from them um, and, and can apply it to your own business and your own life is good. I like that. I think just being observant uh, in yeah. a lot of things. I know I know for myself, I can speak to that a lot where I would listen to other radio stations and, and women who are on the radio. I'm like, ooh, I like how they deliver that or I really like what they do or why does she do that or why do they do that? And I think that's important just to truly be observant and be aware of what other people are doing that, you know, are doing the same things you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. And always be a student, yeah. you know, Learn from people, you know, 
no one's doing this perfectly, right? And so, although we like to appear perfect, I (laughs) struggle with perfectionism too, Wendy, so I get it. But, you know, we have to let down our guard just a little bit because we can learn so much from each other. Oh, yeah. And we, we, if we're not growing, we're dying, right? Like we're Mm going to continue to grow until the day we die if we choose to. Mm -hmm. But if you're living this life and you're not in a, in a constant um, mindset of how can I learn something new today or how can I grow today, you're really going to be kind of, for lack of better words, but dead while you're living, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be just um, content and just in this little bitty uh, bubble of, of what you know, and there's so much more available that can yeah. really help you grow in your faith, grow in how you are, are in relations with others and help you grow in how you're taking care of yourself. So, um, yeah, I think we need to always be seeking growth. Mm. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. Well, we just have a few more minutes, uh, left. And now, did you have another question for her or, or is there, is there a, something that Wendy, you would like to add? No, I'm good. Okay. We've gone through them all. I know. <laughs> we, we this it. is great. I know. I love that, you know, you come from a broadcasting background, so you're like, you're concise, and you, <laughs> you, you answer, <laughs> answer very, very well. Well, Drop this, the mic. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. You're I, listening. Do have a, I do have a question if we still yeah. have time. Sure. So a brand new client, you don't know much about them. What is the first thing you walk them through with with your program? Yeah, that's a great question. So someone that I don't know, and for the very first time, we kind of just learn um, their history, their background, how they were brought up, what their beliefs are, what their limiting beliefs are, and really start to see um, maybe where we have to unravel some stinking thinking, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And because so much of it is just this tape that has been played over and over in our mind. And it's like, okay, we have to rewire those neurons in our brain. And so the only way we can do that is to sever the old um, because those habits, even the way in which we think have created a groove in our brain. And that's just the default. That's where we go every time. And so we have to literally figure out how do we rewire our brain. And Mm -hmm. the only way to do that is to have a little friction at first and it's not going to be fun. Uh, You're going to learn some new habits, but you got to have the accountability. And so we just walk, uh, I walk them through just a, a process of, of understanding who they are and why they do what they do and also having their why in front of them, their why that will lead them to their goals is so, so vital. And I know a lot of people talk about what's your why, what's your why? Well, it's gotta be a deep rooted why, not like, hey, I'm going on vacation in four months and I wanna look good in a swimsuit. Like that's, you know, fine, but yeah. that's not gonna keep yeah. uh, the, the health the health that's, journey alive, right? Right, it's not a sustaining factor. Well, no. Exactly, exactly. So we really dive in uh, there first and then we get to unravel just kind of the, the limiting beliefs and replace with God's truth of, of who they really are in Christ and start to build upon that and just kind of um, mm. conquer and layer as far yeah, as mastering those, those skills. Yeah, yeah. so you kind of ease into it gently, you know, just not, don't hit them with all their problems all at once, but you know, no, just. No, no, and it's not that anyone's broken, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's a big thing. Everyone feels like I'm so broken. Why even start now? I'm too old, I'm too far gone. And you know, mm-hmm. all the things that go. What's the use? Head. Yeah. What's the use? Mm-hmm. Well. We're, we're all, okay, we're all broken people because of sin, but, um, but to come forth and just be in a place of, of being willing to be coached and 
and surrender mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the, the stigma of the labels of what you've been all your life or what you've been in a current state of being, that you can just finally surrender that and have an open heart to receive a new message and rewiring uh, in your brain and heart. And it's so true what you said earlier about scales dropping from their eyes. It's yeah. literally, once you see it from a different perspective, you can see how you've been harming your body or not being as proactive as you should have been or something like that. Not to bring guilt or shame upon you, but yeah. to be better at tackling those habits so that you can change. You know, Honestly, second, I was going to say Second Corinthians 5.17, God says, do you not see it? I am in the new. Behold, these new things I'm doing in you. He doesn't, he doesn't want to revise the old you. He loves, right. he loves you, but he doesn't want to leave you there. He wants to bring you into the new things that he's got planned for you. So yeah, yeah. You are so, so right. Um, one of my clients just actually just sent over an assignment and, and she responded with, oh my gosh, I never realized how I trained and taught people to teach me that I was not valued. Oh, right. Wow. So the wow. so we train people how to treat mm -hmm. us, and so that's another kind of unraveling and a and a shift that we get to go nice. through. So anyway, it's just an honor and a privilege to to work with these ladies. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Wendy Pet with Visibly Fit, and she's a wellness and health coach, and just some really great nuggets of wisdom uh, from Wendy today. And when we come back, Janelle and I are going to share some of our own takeaways from the show, and we'll let you know how you can get in contact with Wendy as well. So stay tuned to Women of Grace and the Marketplace. We're going to wrap up this episode of Women of Grace in the Marketplace. If you're just tuning in, we've been talking to Wendy Pett. And if you've missed the rest of the show, make sure you listen to our podcast later on Spotify and Google. And Janelle, uh, what is your takeaway? Can you pick just one? I know this is hard, but can you pick a takeaway from today's show? Well, uh, I've known Wendy for a few years, and she's just been such an inspiration. And talking to her today has revived that inspiring um, aspiration in me to say, if she can do it, we can do it, you know, and it's not that she did it on her own strength. She did it with God's strength. And that's what callings are, is just we walk with God. We partner with God. We join him in the work that he's doing. So uh, my takeaway is that I need to remain open to what God is calling me to do and trust him when I can't always see the full picture, <laughs> he's going to lead me step by step. Nice. I think my big takeaway was kind of a, a combination of a few things that uh, Wendy talked about uh, throughout the show. And it was all about authenticity because I think that is so important yet something that a lot of us miss in our own lives because we want to look perfect. We, we want to put on this uh, facade that everything's okay and we don't want to see let people see us for who we truly are sometimes, whether that's spiritually or physically or, or however, and how intentional we do have to be. And, and, and when you're starting your own business and, and when you have to take these big steps or meet new people or put yourself out there, that authenticity is just so 
important on so many different levels and and for us to learn how to be authentic and have that willingness i guess to um put ourselves out there and and let people relate to us in, in a real way so so i know i know that because that's something i always struggle with so uh that's something a good reminder for myself and i think it is definitely a good uh, encouragement and reminder for those listening as well. So, Wendy, give us uh, ways that we can contact you and and be involved with your ministry. Yes. Um, You can go to wendypett.com, and that's W-E-N-D-I-E-P-E-T-T.com. And, um, excuse me, (laughs) there you can get a a free seven-day workout and meal plan if you just sign up, it's it's kind of a good little jump start for you. Um, also, there's another thing that I'd love to share, and it's a it's a great green drink. I'm all about green drinks every day, but it's a great detoxifying green drink, and it's a free recipe. If you go to liveimmune.com, you can just sign up, and I'll send that to you as well. Nice, nice. Get our get ourselves all on a healthy road. <laughs> Always That's right. a good That's place right. to start, right? Yes, <laughs> good yes, day to start. It's it's. Um, Ultimately, I'd love to introduce those that are listening into the seven-week Visibly Fit Accelerator course, right? If this sounds like something that you're interested in. But let's just kind of take a little step together and, um, and see what you think about Visibly Fit, and then we can have a conversation after that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Wendy, once again for joining us on Women of Grace in the Marketplace. It was great talking to you. So much encouragement. Thank you so very much for having me. God bless you both. And if you have any questions for Janelle Keith or myself here on Women of Grace in the Marketplace, you can email us at womenofgraceinthemarketplace at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, or you can always listen to our podcast later at Spotify, globalbooks.com, or on Google Podcasts. We'll see you next time. Catch all the Women of Grace in the Marketplace podcasts anywhere at any time on WovenBooks.com.